Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of the NFR Cycling Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Eric. Uh, our other host, Rob, is here. What's up, Rob? What's up? What's up, man? It's good to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. So one of the things, like typically we get right into the news, and I guess I shouldn't get ahead of myself. Uh, we'll get to there in a minute. Today's episode uh, is going to be about uh, equipment, and it actually came out of a discussion at the end of... Uh, of our last podcast where uh, Rob was talking about some new things he got for post ride work. And I was like, dude, we should share that. Cause like yeah. you're really good at taking um, uh, uh, things with you on a ride that you need. And I am not so good. So let's have that conversation. <laughs> right on. Uh, so that's going to be today's topic. But before we get into today's topic, uh, there is some news. Um, this will be the first uh, podcast episode that actually makes it in video and on YouTube, which <laughs> I'm kind of excited about. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or any of your other normal ways, um, you can also listen to us and see us uh, on YouTube. Uh, yep. So as you're listening, get your phone out, go to YouTube, subscribe to NFR Cycling, and yeah, uh, you'll get yeah you'll get the podcast uh, there too. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, the video part of this. There will be some differences. Uh, the um, the and this is a perfect example. I will clear. I will edit things out like that pause and that cough uh, on the audio version. Those will not be edited out in the video version. So yeah. you get to see uh, all the fun stuff and uh, <laughs> uh, see how much work it takes. See how much work it takes to uh, make it sound super clean for Spotify and iTunes while still trying to make it be okay on YouTube. So that was the first part of the news. Um, super excited about that. Yeah. Another part isn't really news, but it stands outside of the episode where we've talked about um, that whole, like, oh, what do we call the people that are with us? Like NFRians versus right, right. People, people that are with us or whatever, whatever that is. So I was walking my dog and thinking about this because that's how I do things. Um, and it was like NFR family. It's like, oh, I don't know about the, the family thing. Because uh, <clears throat> depending on who you are, family means different things, good or bad, whichever. But then I thought, and you might like this, firefighter, that you are, um, the NFR crew. I like both. Uh, so it's funny because at work, I'm always talking about fire family. You know, 20 mm. fire shifts, we're always there. I'm always telling the guys there, this is like the other family. Mm. And dude, as long as we've each been riding, that's like a shared family. I know we're going to talk about stuff later for sharing yeah. this vibe. I like crew as well. Uh, I probably think of crew as the ones you're bouncing around with mostly and the most, you know, so I like them both. But yeah, I, I totally like family too. So okay. that, that's a big, strong one for me. But I like both, right? Like we got crews at work too. We got that, the specific to me that starts to get real down. <laughs> like you're my crew to me, you know, yeah. riding like and, we are family. But and, and within those concepts, like crews and families are there for each other. They support each other. Yeah. They share as we're, as we're trying to expand our reach. Uh, we want this community to feel like a community. Like, yes. um, if you see someone out there in an NFR t-shirt, uh, then you know that like you're part of, you're part of that crew. Right. So right. anyway, it's something right. I'm playing with. I think it would be fun to be able to uh, jump on the podcast and say, NFR crew, welcome to another episode of stuff. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. I like that though. I like that. 
Okay, so in in other news, uh, past the the naming, uh, those uh, like data based or people that pay attention to time will see that this podcast was released exactly two weeks after the last one, uh, <laughs> which is our new uh, podcast cadence. So you'll be getting a new episode every two weeks. Um, we're setting that expectation so you can keep us accountable. Yeah. Uh, we think it's going to be a lot of fun to get more more content and more engagement out there. Uh, I think having it on YouTube will help. But uh, yeah, every two weeks uh, on Sunday nights. Yeah. So mark uh, your calendars or set your notifications and uh, you can listen to us every two weeks. That was most of the news. The other thing that I uh, just wanted to say, uh, I did this at the end of the last podcast, do it at the beginning of this one. Um, if you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you know, your time, man. time and attention is valuable. Uh, and we're trying to like provide value in the time that you give us. But one of the things I would super appreciate if you could do is share this podcast, rate it on YouTube or on YouTube. Oh man, see, ah, no, I won't edit that out. Rate it on <laughs> iTunes or Spotify. <laughs> give us a like on YouTube, wherever it is. Um, just kind of help us spread the word. Um, yeah, more please. the barriers. Yeah especially as we start thinking about community and crew and all that, we want to make sure that we grow this and we're inclusive and um, you sharing and liking and commenting does, uh, does the work to help uh, all the algorithms uh, be nice to us. Yeah. There you go, man. Okay. So that's, that's the business. That's the news uh, that I had. I don't know if you have anything else on there, Rob, that you want to. No, that is it. Uh, That's it. Keep on keeping on. Okay, so into the actual episode, yeah. uh, equipment. And this is a broad topic. So I think the way that we've tried to uh, focus this in a way that it's useful is equipment for rides uh, in the context of before the ride, during the ride, and post-ride. Yeah. Um, and as I said, this kind of came up with a conversation after the last podcast where uh, Rob was talking about some of his post-ride stuff and this cool little like way to clean up and not be sticky and nasty after a ride. Uh, because I can get pretty sticky and nasty after a ride. Uh, and he's, he's had to like ride in the car with me <laughs> after rides. So I understand yeah, I why he wanted. So. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's the kind of stuff that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Cool, cool things that maybe don't seem super obvious, but like once you have them and once you use them, you're kind of like, why didn't I do yeah. this? Forever? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna start. Uh, I I will say that I think you are better at this than I am. Uh, I'm a little bit more ad hoc, but there are some things that we do very similar. Yeah, and I think the first one for me um, for pre ride before the ride uh, is is a ride bag. Like I have everything yeah. that I need for my ride or or being able to get outside on my bike in one bag, ready to go, pretty much all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can get into a little bit of what's in that bag, but um, I think you also do. You do the same thing. I actually do do the same. And this past Christmas, like you said, we do that the same. And so, as I start to get crazier into it, right? <laughs> and so Norman, the kids know. So for Christmas, what they got me is a Pedal Industries bag. I always okay. were like, "Oh, this is cool." They would see it, like, "What the heck, man? It's a bag that says uniform, gloves, whatever." So I have a bigger bag that has all my shit in it. So I've got all my socks, all my gloves, all my kits wadded. Like 
everything's oh, there. And then like you, yeah. I do have the daily little, like when I'm going to ride, it just, bam, it's sitting inside of the back seat. Yeah. I've got the, the back that I've got is, is broken down into kind of uh, two things. There's the, there's the always stuff. So yeah. uh, helmet, shoes, um, I actually pull like different gloves out and different uh, jerseys depending on what I'm going to ride. So those don't stay in there all the time. Right. And then I have a separate bag that goes in that bag. That is my like winter bag. Yeah, I guess so. That's you. Like at this time of year, as it's well in Massachusetts anyway. For those of you still in Southern California, you don't have to worry about this, but it's already starting to taper down temperature wise <laughs> here, which I'm super fucking excited about. <laughs> see now they now there's video dude they can see oh what God. it is that i'm like uh, uh <laughs> chuckling at right there in that face <laughs> this this uh, uh no one should live in new england um <laughs> during the winter during the winter no it's a it's an amazing place spring summer and fall which uh, like that's great but anyway i digress um i've got i've got a winter bag that goes yeah. that like all has my arm warmers my knee warmers my leg warmers my my bulkier gloves like i always keep that in a um in a separate bag so like when it starts to get cold when the weather gets like this i just grab yeah. that 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 goes yeah. in my my normal bag so then i always have my cold weather gear uh, regardless of 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 what's going on right so I got that same thing. Like I said, it's uh, because so why do we have that? We got that because when you roll yeah. up and the weather changes <laughs> and I'm in SoCal, but I ride the mountain ranges frequently. I work yeah. in the high desert. So like the other day I left work at I'm going to say 78 degrees. I got to Wrightwood 9 a.m. 67 degrees and then I arrived home at 102 no bullshit so just like you know i think i started the ride with a light base layer so mm -hmm. just having the stuff right there because riding and being super hot or super cold or it just that's not good not yeah good. and the thing about it is like once you start doing it it becomes a system yeah. um and like i i don't know how many times i've saved uh, I guess I've saved my own ass uh, by by just like that being automatic enough that I get somewhere and it's like oh man it's like colder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Hold on a second, it's like yeah. oh my cold bag is here. I'm fine. Right, right. Um, so that's 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 one thing that uh, I have I've definitely gotten uh, I've I've used it more often now because uh, the 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 consequence of not having it is. Uh, not good. <laughs> the consequences are a little steeper now. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So we've got our main bag. We've got a winter bag. Like what else do you put in your, before you go ride bag? Uh, in terms of like just pre ride, the other thing I got and is pretty new is, uh, like a cooler, like an REI style soft cooler. Mm -hmm. Um, to keep all my food and stuff that I'm going to have ready. Uh, so I guess it kind of blurs. I mean, it's so that's all like my pre it's like pre, pre is prepared. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and then part of that pre setup is also, so like I've got this uh, wireless blender now, <laughs> freaking <laughs> USB powered blender. It'll freaking chop ice. See, that's, that's where I'm saying you're better at this dude. Cause I would be like, I'm just, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna throw like uh, uh, I don't know what brand, but like some kind of muscle milk kind of thing in my bag. Yeah, I don't care if it's cold. I'm just gonna drink it. It'll be gross, but it'll give me what I need. Like <laughs> we do like, there, I got, dude. Yeah. I got a USB powered blender. What the fuck you got, bro? Like I you want margaritas? Do, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> so what was happening right and I always like work home ride but i'm always like what's the justification right so mm-hmm. i posted some of those like radical bad outcome radford rides where i just like was oh, puking yeah. on the trail and overheated and dehydrated and freaking basically slept on the trail and a lot of it was down to fuel and hydration and so uh, being able to just hydrate and fuel immediately after. So mm. after that shitty Radford ride where I was barfing everywhere and it took me what, three hours to do what normally takes 50 minutes. Mm. That's when I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start having the shakes. I normally have at home and prepare them, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, now I got this cooler. So it keeps everything cool. If I want to take some additional hard foods, which Really, it's stuff I just can easily drink, but mm-hmm. yeah. So that's why it's nice and cold. <laughs> it's a freaking uh, shake, and then I can have that thing, man, after the ride, which makes a big, a big diff for me. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> that that's like the other part of the the pre thing is is the food and making sure that like you've got. Um, what you need nutrition nutrition wise yeah. for your ride and like i've i've had to and all, like the other part of this is like all of this is we've developed because we've either gone hungry been cold been yeah. wet been throwing up somewhere or like, these are all just like <laughs> real, uh, world, world. real world real yeah, world yeah, shit yeah. and lessons learned right yeah that we learned yeah. the hard way so if i'm going to go on a ride and I'm, I'm thinking about my prep bag and it's like ah it's a short ride i only need one bar or one yeah. whatever i still take five yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i don't know like uh, you get a flat tire you get somewhere like whatever and all of a sudden now it's going to take longer and not like so it's just uh, it's about it's about being um prepared yeah and i think sometimes it's super easy to just be like i need my shoes which you do Um, right and my helmet my gloves and i'm i'm good to go yeah uh but there's more to that like even it's something that you use and I think when we get into the post-ride part of it, there are things that you use post-ride, but you need to think about pre-ride. Yeah. So I guess and, it's and probably a lot of the front-loading planning stuff mm. to lay it out, which mm. these mega bags and coolers are all part of. But yeah. Well, that's the point of the bag is like you do the mega planning once to get into a system that yeah. like starts to work and you can iterate from and then you don't yeah. have to do all the mega planning over and over again yeah. every time you want to go for a ride because yes. i'm lazy i just want to do shit once <laughs> and and i'm i know i get down into the nuts and bolts of shit a little bit more but for the same reason dude it's like i don't want to have to think about where i have to go get food or yeah how am i going to make this work and layer clothes it's like no it's all that stuff's there yeah uh anything else pre-ride that we want to talk about no that's pretty much my pre uh other things like i mean i'll have like uh embrocation stuff when it's going to be cold so (laughs) i'm going to ride the grizzly uh 75k this saturday forecast because i'm I'm always looking at weather too that's another good pre-ride deal Mm -hmm. yep so it's going to be 68 with thunderstorms and a chance of rain 
So I need to make sure when I leave my place an hour and a half from Big Bear, I got all my shit. Yep. So stuff like that, extreme uh, cold weather stuff too. So the the other part about this prep thing and having having a go bag uh, to use like prepper language, I think whatever. <laughs> um, is there was so if you get into a situation where you need to go to your your race and something happens, your alarm doesn't go off at the right time, uh, you're in a hurry or uh, across the river and needing to get to the race, you can just grab your bag and you know you have everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't go to line up at a race and realize you do not have your shoes. Yes. Right. Everything. Which, never, one. which never happened to me directly, but a teammate one time forgot their shoes across the river. Had they had a prep bag, <laughs> completely God. destroyed all the tactics for the race, like messed everything up. Uh, uh, it was it was crazy. So if you've got your bag, you've got your stuff in your bag. Just grab that and you go. Yeah, and this is the last for the pre, and then you could jump in there. Okay. Wet wipes, like for going to the bathroom type of wet wipes. So sometimes oh. you're going to ride, man. That's where I thought you were going at this, and I started <laughs> freaking laughing. It's happened to me just the other day coming from the station, and I'm just like leaving. I'm like, uh, I got to take care of some business before I start this ride. Retelling the story at the station, but it's like, and there was toilet paper in there, but to know how often you guys are checking out U.S. Forestry Volt toilets. Oh, I'm Lord. not the biggest fan. <laughs> not the most hygienic, sanitized, super clean ass, good smelling places. So I travel with my own wipes, man. That's which is literally save my ass. There you go. <laughs> Before races and big rides. So it's a simple <clears throat> one. That's it's do that. Yep. So, no, that's right. that's a good one. That's, That's the last one. of the pre's I have. Okay. I don't have anything to top that, so we're just going to go <laughs> straight into during uh, from that. Uh, <clears throat> so equipment during your ride. Um, I'm not really sure where to go with this one. Like uh, Most of the stuff that you put in your bag, you now have on um, or well, are using in some sense. Yeah. I'm a big pack rider. I still race with a hydro pack. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Useway pack. I like that thing because it don't bounce around. You turn me on mm -hmm. to that. Uh, just, a, just a mini tool, micro tool with about 12 little tools on it. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> more food in that. Hydration in there. Um, so it is. It's a super stripped down version of what I'll need. But depending, too, on the weather. If it's hotter, I'll take extra, like, just outered uh electrolyte mix mm -hmm. um sometimes things just for like extreme like so at, at grizzly we'll see what it's like man i might stow a vest you know or also yeah. some arm warmers um stuff like that which i might pack depending otherwise it's food it's tools uh extra tube uh co2 inflators Mm -hmm. stuff like that like i said sometimes if it's super cold i'll take extra heavy gloves in case you know sometimes you don't want to be wearing all the bulky shit but then the weather turns or it rains and you're like dude now it's a whole nother thing so yeah swap out yeah yeah i think the only thing i have to add to that list is i i still ride with a pack too um most of the time i don't ride with a pack on on gravel but on the mountain bike i i do and and some of the things i've added into there that maybe i didn't carry a year ago um 
uh, a, a flip out knife, like a four inch blade mm. flip out knife I, I carry with me. Um, uh, just to be able to like, I think there have been times, I think the reason I started carrying that was something to do with a, a tire. Punk. I, I needed to cut something off my bike at one point and it was, I didn't mm. have anything that was, that was effective. So I started carrying a knife, um, uh, with me. Uh, I started carrying the stands, uh, plugs like tire plug mm, um, yeah they've got a i'd have to look it back up and i can put it in the show notes they've got this uh really uh kind of slick self-contained like plug thing uh that is uh that has saved my uh tire my tire's ass a couple times well one for time. big punctures for those of you who don't know yeah when yeah. you get just like a puncture that the stands lube is not going to deal with because basically you got a hole you pop that little expanding piece of it always reminds me of like bacon yeah yeah the, there are a couple, there. couple different companies make a couple different types i chose the the stands one to go with the the stands um uh sealant that i use mm-hmm. so that that is that's become something because I got I think when I first when I first moved over to uh, to Tubeless and was running sealant like I put like all the confidence in the world in the sealant, um, <laughs> which for, I, I carried an extra tube um, most of the time, all yeah, the time because it was in the bag. Yeah. Um, but then the when I, I was out on one of the rockier sections here and put like something that feels like the size of my like I could put my finger through the Ooh. the hole that the rock put in the tire. Um, and the, uh, uh, carrying the, um, dude, I'm totally losing my mind right now. The whole, whatever you call that thing, the plug, the plug, putting the plug in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a really technical language at this point, putting the plug in the (laughs) hole, (laughs) but it's like this $15 insurance policy that can get you home. So it's, it's, that's, that's one that I've added. Um, and then other things I've added specifically just for like making, making it easier to take, uh, camera shots and stuff like that uh for for nfr socials and things like that i carry uh some webbing that i can mm. uh, tighten down different tripods onto trees and dumb stuff like that um mm. so yeah oh here's one last one on that on my gloves i'll just trim i've been doing it lately just trim the four the uh, thumb index sometimes when i'm going to be filming or even on the gopro touching that because the gloves mm. sometimes don't read so if i know i'm going to film some stuff and i got it mounted Cause yeah, you hate stopping. It's like, I take off my glove, got to yeah, freaking yeah. do whatever. So. so we're going to do more on this. Uh, and I was going to mention it when I was further down the production line on it, but I, I recently upgraded to the, the hammerhead crew two uh, cycling mm. computer, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah, but it's touchscreen. Um, ah, uh, so yeah. Finger. <laughs> yeah. It's got physical buttons that augment the touch screen, touch screen. So you don't have to depend on the touch screen. Um, but uh, yeah, it's nice to uh, mm. the the fox gloves that I have have the little thing that transfers the capacitive touch stuff, and um, so I guess that's another part for me anyway that's super important uh, on a ride to have. Again, it should have been in my pre ride bag, uh, my my computer and my heart rate strap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I always have those bits to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I ever show up to a ride without like my computer or my hardware strap, I'm super sad. <laughs> Because then, like, how do I prove I rode? I don't know. <laughs> so upcoming, though, on that hammerhead thing, because I'm interested, too. I want to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, there's going to be a whole uh, couple Episode. of videos yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. How about the post? We in the post ride now? 
Yeah, let's do post. All right. You first. Uh, let's see. My most important post ride piece right now is a towel. Mm. I carry a full size towel uh, to wipe myself down <laughs> after, <laughs> after a ride. Um, yeah, like so out here in, in Massachusetts anyway, like it, there's not a whole lot of dust. Like when I was when I was out there in California, I was <clears throat> reintroduced to how much like right. dust you get. But here, like humid, like I just uh, I'm, just I'm pouring with sweat, yeah. like stuff sticking to me, and like the towels uh, is what uh, kind of makes that better and makes me not get in my car seat all gross after that. Um, <laughs> Uh, which again, you do some of this better than I do. You actually, <laughs> you take that to the next level, which I'll let you talk about again, right? Yeah. Well, even I'm a simple that, man. I'm so right? simple. It's complete bullshit. We know it. I'm not simple at all. Right? But he is not. That guy's convinced me in all my computers and everything else I have. But uh, one one before I jump into that uh, piece is oh. the chair again, based off of the Radford. Oh, climb. that's a good idea. Failure is a folding chair. So, I mean, I always have a pump. I forgot about that. So full-size pump, I do that. But a folding chair for the days I've just arrived at my car, totally just fucking destroyed. And you're just like, dude, you're yeah, a mess. That's a good idea. Whether you're sticky or dusty, you could sit there. It's got a hole so I can drink my frosty freaking shake beverage, sit there, upload all my Strava stuff or make calls and let people know I'm safe and I'm headed back home. Yeah. Um, so I got that chair. So I and I even set it up where I park up in Wrightwood. I'm just off on my own. So the chair is there. As soon as I roll up, there's my car. There's my chair. There you go, man. <laughs> set up a couple things. Have a couple chugs of shake mix, and then after I'm kind of good with that, this thing I got is called the rinse kit. Because like Eric said, it's all about dusty shins. And in summer, man, super dusty SoCal. Yeah. Bike's dusty. I'm dusty. Um, or like that day, like I was puked all over myself, puked all over my bike. Oh, mm. man, that was a, just bad. I always have a towel, like a small towel. Um, mm. So this rinse kit thing, it's just, it'll hold, I think, a gallon of water. No moving parts, no battery. It works off uh, house, your home garden hose water pressure, which I think is like six or 16 pounds of pressure. One-way check valve, you put it in mm -hmm. 30 seconds or so. Um, and it's got like some type of rubber bladder inside of this hard case. I'll have to show pictures of it. Mm -hmm. But it's about the size of a couple loaves of bread, big with a big handle and like a three foot braided hose and a freaking little nozzle. So I can pick straight stream sprinkler mist. Mm -hmm. um, so I it's it. just like basically get the dust off or, you know, sometimes you finish that ride and, and it was like the super crappy pukey ride. And I haven't had any other pukey rides, but I've had some others <laughs> like, dude, it's just like this and there's dust in your teeth. And so I just get that freaking thing. And it's like, Oh, so much like no dirt in your mouth is such a good thing after I had dust yeah. off your face. <laughs> Dude, that's oh. like that. I'm like so geeked up on my rinse kit. So I, I put it on top of the the roof of the Subi and my chair is there and I pull out my towel after I've had a little bit of a shake and I'm like, just rinse it off, towel it off. Yeah, that's 
So I think the next level up, since I get so much into it, will, will be to, well, I can't do it. That wouldn't work. Warm water would be good because that day mm. it took off and it was a cold day at Wrightwood. Yeah. I was yeah. not rinsing the torso area. I was just rinsing the freaking <laughs> towel and toweling off. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure there's a good way to heat that up a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. You'll probably so, keep it inside in the heater or something. You you get back to your car. Yep. You, you've got a chair. So you've yep. got your lounge. You've got your lounge chair. Yeah, you've got your blender. For, <laughs> yeah, for margar for margaritas. Those, yeah, <laughs> you've got you've got a shower and a mister. So like you can rinse off, and then you can have the mist going yeah. because you know it's hot and why not? <laughs> so where where does the like the disco ball and the like DJ stand start to start to come in here? Well, I don't know where's my phone. I'll be right here, right? But I've got the magnetized phone. It's had to reach somewhere. But I'll just put it. It's funny you say that. We didn't talk about this shit before. <laughs> you just like leave this up because you just freaking pitch it to me, you know. And I just like magnetize like that face he's making, man, is the face. <laughs> I just magnetize my phone to my car and then I bam, open iTunes and I listen to tunes. There you go. So yeah, dude, I got music and the whole shit. <laughs> Sans the my, the margarita. That's always yeah. later in the evening. Well, yeah. Well, you could do like a, a, a virgin margarita. I guess that's just lime juice. There's no point in that. Um. So, like, the thing about like all of this sounds, um, maybe that last part sounds a little ridiculous. It's not meant to be ridiculous. Like, all this is about being comfortable and safe. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Um, not having dirt in your mouth is amazing. Uh, wow. So, like, that should be kind of a, um. Uh, almost kind of a given, but I think that we get used to having to like, I don't know. Cause like, I think for a long time it was like, uh, it was the bare bones. Like I'd show up yeah. um, with almost nothing. I, my bike, my shoes, my helmet, a bar. Um, I would always scramble, like trying to get stuff together either the day or night before. Yeah. So having these, these systems in place where, it just makes your life easier and safer because then when you do have an issue uh, with food or something happens, you're, you're prepared for it. So some of it is like preparation and some of it is just like thinking past the standard um, way that we do things, right? Like, um, For sure, <laughs> dude. And you know what? I, I think – like you said, right? We would always be the types like, dude, got my shoes, got my chamois cream and all my rat. Like, let's ride. And then you finish like, I'm dirty. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Yeah. I smell. And so what I like with this whole setup now is like you did, right? I'm going into the mountains. It's beautiful, right? If I'm doing intervals and race training, I mean, I'm not taking pictures and always, you know, and chilling yeah. out the whole way. And so having a chair like that, that's a basic one. That chair and then like my tunes as I'm like uploading stuff, you know, I can do my cubby with my drink. And it's like, man, I just like kind of reflect on that was a good ride, man. And just mm -hmm. like typically I ride early. So it's like it's a start of my day. I'm listening to the pine trees and it's just how many times, right? Like Eric knows, like we'd roll, we'd ride, we'd train, you know, freaking quick hug. All right, bro. I'll see you, man. Yes. Yeah. Out, just gone. That's how we would do it. It's like I'm definitely slowing down a lot more. Um, and it just feels better through the rest of the day. I feel like, God, it was so yeah. nice to like be off my feet, 
chilling, eating, catching up. Sometimes with you, there's times like you're just happening to call. It's like, what's up, bro? (laughs) I'm in the forest. And so it's like I get to share, right? We're back to that NFR crew family community. It's like, you know, it's writing is a lot of time we do it on our own. But when you can share it, man, it's just like it's always better, right? I mean, yeah. That's why I race and stuff, because you get to go race with other people that are racing. We're sharing it, right? We need those people. And so, yeah, the shared experience is always so much better. But, yeah, the chair and all those little things just make it a lot better, man. Yeah, I think I, I didn't I didn't think about this before. Like this, this thought really just came up where before maybe um, it was just like, I'm, I'm, it was about a bike ride, right? Like it was this, it was this event. Yeah. And now thinking about it, thinking about that ride or that experience as something that doesn't start and end when you throw your foot over the bike and take your like throw your leg back off the bike when you're done. Right. Like how can you make that? Um, yeah. Like how can you make that uh, from just go from a ride to like an experience? Because yes, so much of, I mean, I think for you and I, and probably a lot of people, competitive or not, like riding is such an integral part of our lives that it really should be an experience that we've that we enjoy from beginning to end. And doing these doing these pieces of prep and having that equipment basically just extends that uh, that experience and that enjoyment. So yeah. I don't know why I never thought of a chair. Probably because I have one in the car, which is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the driver's seat, right? Like that's my chair. Um, yeah. Uh, but now that you mention it, I think I told you about it. One of the rides uh, I was at um, uh, one of the, the state parks out here and I got back from my ride and there were like four or five dudes in their chairs around their tailgate. The sh- <laughs> shit having a beer, right? Like they probably all could have used the shower that you have. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So like while this episode was really like, it was, it was framed around equipment. It really is like how, what, what can we do as writers to make the writing experience uh, the best we can for ourselves and, and for those that are, that happen to be with us or like you said, sharing it out afterwards. Which is basically all NFR, every single podcast episode, everything we're writing. I think it's always wrapped around that to make yep. it better. Yeah. Uh, so we are four minutes past our normal time. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do a, a quick wrap up and uh, say goodbye. Cool. hey how about this thing can i tease the kind of like you said what should we call ourselves and and we were talking about just extending that reach right so we are looking at this thing again right we want to bring all this experience we have again it's it's to share you know the chair like (laughs) we've been writing all these i'm gonna buy a chair now i'm gonna buy a chair now (laughs) so I mean, it's that's the type of shit that makes the difference uh, when you're talking to somebody else or a different perspective altogether. I still learn things from people that have been writing a ton less than me. Oh, yeah. And there's times even with all my experience, I've done the knuckleheaded shit where it's like when I always use the story that Eric says, dude, you know, I'm tired of downhilling on whatever mountain bike ride. And he's like, did you just lock your fork out? I'm like, what do you mean? What is that locking (laughs) thing? And he says, dude you've been riding for three months like that. I'm like, yeah, am I supposed to? Tweet <laughs> so in light of that, like I always want to share, I always want to give coaching. That's 
always the big thing. We want to bring people together. Me and Eric are separated by a lot of miles from California to Boston now. So we want to grow NFR to like this, the NFR club, this NFR crew that people can join um, to share these experiences. So it helps me also. I'm fulfilling this thing as the coach Eric also with sharing that perspective and unifying this community because for a great many of us are what we love to do the most in life, right? Writing, we do it the majority of time alone. Mm. But that's the cool thing about teams uh, and clubs. But a lot of times teams and clubs are going to events, but we don't feel like you got to be restricted to going to an event to like be talking to us or be interacting. So the specifics and all that type of stuff is yet to be kind of determined and announced. But if this is something that sounds like, all right, I'm in, man, I want to participate. I want to sign up. I want to be a part of this and reach out to this post and hit us up and let us know because we're all about adjusting and sharing. And like Eric said in the beginning, you know, giving you something that's going to be useful, helpful and make the experience better. That's all I got, brother. For sure. No, that that uh, that's good. Um, like like you said, we'll we'll uh, we're kind of figuring out what all of that is, and and we'll keep talking about it and announcing it as as we get there. But yeah. um, making this uh, a global community um, of of shared interests around cycling and um, being kind of the best version of of yourself on the bike that you want to be is, is, is where we're at. So, yeah. All right. Uh, do we have takeaways today? Are we doing takeaways? We're going long. So I'm going to just put it all on you. Okay. Um, we're not going to do a takeaway cause I think we okay. put a lot of, uh, a lot of advice kind of in there. Um, the only thing is like preparation is, uh, more about being prepared really for, um, for emergencies and can be about just, making the whole experience better. So think about how, how you can do some of these simple things like a chair uh, to make your rides better. And uh, that's all I got. Right on. I like it. Thanks brother. All right. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, another episode of the NFR cycling podcast. And until next time, keep riding. Yeah. Keep riding and reach out and let us know. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And check us out on YouTube. Yes, 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 please. All right. Thanks. Right on brother. Yeah.